The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. About two weeks ago, on a Tuesday night, I spoke at Mag and David Yeshiva's graduation, high school graduation. It was a wonderful graduation. I hope the speech was very nice. And I spoke about how much we love the yeshiva, etc. As I get off the stage, I open my phone and get a text message. I call the man, I don't know him. His name is Nehemia Gottlieb and he's from Lakewood. I call him up, I said, I don't really didn't call him. My brother texts me, he says, you know, this man's trying to reach you. Okay, so I call him back that night. I said, what is it? He says, in a week from today, again, that was Tuesday night, the following Wednesday night, we're doing an event and we'd like you to come and speak. I said, okay, let me see. Maybe it works, maybe it doesn't work. I said, what's the event? He said, the event that we're doing is in the Prudential Center. It's going to be about 20,000 women are going to be there. Prudential Center is where the devils play hockey. About 20,000 people are going to be there. And some other people will be hooked up. I said, why did you call me? I don't speak in Lakewood often. He says, I don't know. We went through different names. We landed on your name. I said, okay. Next thing you know, a week later, I'm standing in the Prudential Center, right where the hockey goalie is, and speaking to 20,000 very religious from women with about an additional 100,000 people hooked in. And as I'm making the speech, I'm saying to myself, how in the world did I get here? Like, this is a joke. What am I doing here? When they call me to speak in Great Neck to 150 people, they call two months in advance. They called a week before to speak to 120,000 people. And I don't even know, I still don't know why. There's, if I was making a list, I'd probably have about 70 or 80 people that I would choose ahead of me to speak there. I have no idea why. And it's weird, I said, what's an Hashem? You made it on a Wednesday. The one Wednesday that I'm not moving, that I'm not giving a Wednesday class. So I could focus on the speech. You told me, if you would have told me about this a year ago, I would have thought about it for a year. You told me right after my Shabbat was of my daughter was over, because it ended that night. You told me right after the school year ended, because it basically ended that night. I said, this is weird. I said, but you know, and you know what? I could work for 10 years and not get, do that. And then Hashem could decide, I want it to happen. And the whole thing was Hashem's hand. On Saturday night, I spoke here, the Saturday night before the Wednesday. I spoke here in the shul, and the event was about technology. It was called Nikadesh, it was about technology. If you can find it somewhere, you may be able to find the speech. It's the most Eshkenaz speech I ever gave in my life. It's Yiddish as could be. I can't tell you, I started off, it's an honor to speak tonight to the Noshim Tzidkani Yais of Awadar. Okay, so anyhow, um, so on Saturday night I make a speech here. I said I'll speak about technology and I'll use it. Sunday morning, I called this Nehemiah up. I said, this is what I, some of the things I want to say. He said, no, 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 you can't say any of that. Everyone knows that already. You can't say any of that. I said, you're nixing my whole speech? He says, yeah, I'm nixing your whole speech. I said, you called me to speak to 20,000 people. You called me three days before, you're nixing my whole speech. He says, yes, you can't say that. So now I go on Sunday morning to go learn in Lakewood Yeshiva. 
I'm going to go there, I like to go away, you know, no one sees me, not really that many people know me, I'm going to go there, I'm going to hide and learn a liquid yeshiva. I get there late, I'm a rabbi here first, I get there 11 o'clock, it's sad that it's happening, no one's outside in the streets. I'm walking with my sefarim, I walk into the yeshiva. As I sit down, my son comes to me, he's learning in Lakewood, he comes to me. I said, Mike, how do you know I was here? He's in a different bed midrash. He says, my friend saw you. I said, I only saw one person in the street. He says, you're right, that person was my friend. I said, and he says, he thought it was you, but he wasn't sure, because you dressed a little different than you dressed in the community. He says, he thought it was you, but then he knew it was you, because you had a svaradi sefer, you had a benish chai with you. I've gone to Lakewood Yeshiva in the thousands of times. In my life, I never carried a benish chai into that building. It was the first time in my life. So here's my point. I sit down. My son says to me, Dad, you realize this event is a big deal. Do you know what you're going to say yet? I said, I thought I did. The guy just nixed the whole thing. He says, hey, I said, they want me to speak like about this opportunity. He says, Dad, no problem. Tell your king story and your eagle story. I said, Michael, you just prepared the whole speech for me. This boy never spoke. He just... I said, wow, I can't believe what just happened. Hashem, I came here, this kid sees me, bumps into me. He happens to bump into my son. I don't know how he bumped into him. He didn't go over to him, he bumped into him. My son comes and tells me, prepares the whole speech before I sat down. Okay, one more little episode. So now it's Wednesday morning, and I call, I call the guy up. I say, okay, I'm going to get here. Here's what time you're speaking. Rabbi, you're speaking first, he tells me. I say, okay, good. He says, but the likelihood is that when you speak, there's going to be about 5% of the crowd there. I said, really, you called me to come all this way to do this whole thing, you put me on the flyer, I'm speak to 5% of the crowd? So I have a brother who lives in Lakewood who's a little involved. I call him up, I say, Yaakov, you got to change this. I'm not dry, don't make me speak to 5% of the crowd. He says, Joey, if Hashem got you here, He'll get you there. I'm not saying a word, let's just count on Him. So I drive to Prudential Center, I get there early. My brother, now my brother who lives in Lakewood all day is like, Joey, I, I don't trust you. I said, Yaakov, I've made a lot of speeches in my life. He says, but this one's different. I gave him some of the concepts. He said, no, I want to hear the whole speech. At 7 o'clock, in the lounge, in the bowels of the Prudential Center, when I'm going to speak at 8 o'clock, I told my brother the whole speech. He cut out this story, told me to change that story, add these words, take out these two words. People are going to be insulted by that. You're making fun of yourself by that. Take this out. I said, I'm an hour away from speaking. He says, you got to make these changes. And then got up to the stage. The place was almost full. All the people that were hooked in, were all hooked in for the beginning. By the time it got to 11 o'clock, they were fast asleep. But everyone hooks in for the everyone. All the hookups were all focused in in the beginning. And it became the most powerful speech I ever gave in my life. But it's only from... But as I walked off the stage and started to get messages from people... I said, Hashem, you did the whole thing. And I'm not exaggerating when I say, you did the whole thing. I'll take credit where credit is due. I'll take credit when it feels like it was me. But it felt so clear like it was Him. So the day after, when something frustrated me, I said, one second, Hashem split the sea yesterday. Why can't He do it tomorrow? Verbal abuse, if you're one of those people who use your words in an abusive way, it's because you forgot. It's because you forgot that Hashem put you right here with this kid, with this parent, with this boss, with this employee, with this spouse. 
You forgot that Hashem is the one that put you here. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.